0: straight talk going stay not safe for you cross me look both ways leaving the scene with no trace not in my league you out of place i'm not at the top i'm out of space and with us we're out of place i'm doing fine feeling great you're not my fan you can't relate straight going state to state
1: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back to straight talk wrestling and it's your one and only your host your boy george mckay and i'm here again a couple days out from halloween Spooky season is, we're in the thick of it, and it's actually almost ending. This episode is going to drop four days before I see this man tear it up in person at Destiny Wrestling. Let me not waste any more time. Please welcome back to Straight Talk Wrestling for the third time, El Diablo, Gabriel Fuerza. How are you, my brother? I'm great, man. How are you? You know what? Life is good. I can't complain. It's Halloween. That's good. It's Halloween. It's my favorite uh, time of the year. This is, this is for true horror fans like us, you and me. This is our mm-hmm. Christmas.
0: It really is. I feel like more at ease during, uh, you know, this gener- generally from September to like the end of October. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. I'm a little more relaxed than usual.
1: Yeah, and I'll admit it. I'm 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 a yuppie these days. I I will go for a pumpkin spice latte just because it's it's a spooky <laughs> season, man. You got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, pumpkin spice cold brew.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's diabetes in a cup, but it's yeah. so fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. so before we get into everything that's great about you and your career and all the amazing thing and wrestling being back let's get some of the halloween questions out of the way cool so now the five questions that drops before the interview you know the format and how we do it you told my my daughter the mini host that jason is kind of Mm -hmm. your go-to and then you got michael and freddie but now i have to because i asked the tough questions here gabe i don't hold back Mm you've (laughs) got to you've got to rank them one to three for me and you, you can give me a reason <sighs> or not. See, because me, I'm a Freddie and Michael guy. Those mm-hmm. are one, two. Freddie first, because mm-hmm. that was the one guy that genuinely scared me when I was a kid. And he talked. So I appreciated mm-hmm. the fact that while he was killing you, you could have a conversation. I thought that yeah. was a nice touch. <laughs> I did. Yeah. But um, And then Michael, just because mm. it's Michael. I mean, when he would tilt his head like that, great. Jason, yeah. when he would tilt his head like that, not so much. And also, I never could take Jason seriously because of the mm. pillowcase in and, and Friday the 13th Part 2. I understand why. Oh, I really
0: like the pillowcase.
1: No. I, sometimes sometimes I wish he'd bring it back. <laughs> you wish he would throw it back to the... Okay, we well, we can both agree that every Jason except Part 8 Takes Manhattan was a decent mm. movie. Takes Manhattan was shit. It was trash. It
0: That's takes part Manhattan part. is so
1: bad that it's entertaining. It's entertaining on like the opposite spectrum, you know? it's 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 one of those b-horror films that you you just have in your collection you say like i have it but i won't tell people to have it yeah i have it <laughs> yeah
0: all right let me think here um <clears throat> okay so like depending on the day of the week that you ask me this order might change okay all um right. All right. right now i'm gonna go uh you want to go from number three or number one let's
1: go three to one let's 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 one. build anticipation
0: uh okay Um, And now I want to say again, this is so close, so don't judge me for number three, Uh, but today it's going to be Michael Myers. He's the OG. I know without him, there wouldn't be another Jason. It might be a Freddy, probably not though. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the first Halloween movie. The second one, also still pretty good. After that, they kind of lose me. I I do like the remake, uh, not the Rob Zombie remake. No, uh, fuck no! Please, uh, no! I hate Rob It's o, it's know. it's fine, like for different reasons, but it's not a Halloween movie. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I like the, um, I guess it's not a remake; it's a, uh, a retelling. If you yeah, will. like a soft reboot. Anyway, yeah, that yeah. that one's okay. Although it's a little bit more Friday the Thirteenthy than I would like a Halloween movie to be, but since I really like Friday the Thirteenth, it gets a pass.
1: Okay.
0: Um, number two, will have to be Freddy Krueger. Okay. Um, on on any other day he could be number one because like you said I love that he like shit talks and uh, he kind of like I love the fact that he'll cut a finger off just to freak you out and he'll like open himself up I love that stuff like if 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 my wrestling character was any of these kind of like slashers he'd be Freddy he wouldn't be the giant you know stalking uh mountain man he would just be like the little shit disturber right
1: absolutely um,
0: love the glove love. Love everything about him. The first movie, uh, I could probably watch like over and over. Just like uh, when he first like comes in with like the giant uh, long arms.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> love
0: love it. Um, but I'm gonna give Jason the number one spot, and specifically, I'm gonna give Undead Jason the number one spot. Okay. I I flip flop between which one I like better, the Mountain Man or the Undead guy. But having recently watched uh, Jason Lives a few weeks back, gotta give it to the undead Jason. It's just, he's so like badass. And like, at that point, he's like unkillable. Does he teleport? Nobody knows. I think he does. Uh, <laughs> so like, I don't know. Like the idea of like this giant muscle bound zombie with a, a hockey mask and you can see like his exposed spine. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of that. So he's he's gonna have number one for me. Um, but honestly probably just because of jason lives and um the one that comes after that because after that they start to get kind of weird again yeah <laughs> so that those two movies hit the sweet spot and uh freddie versus jason also gets passed for me but uh you know manhattan oof. jason goes to hell eh, you know it's fine body horror but there's no like jason in there so
1: and Jason X, like fuck that. Jason in space is just is unrealistic nonsense. It's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my favorite kill scene in that one though is when they're in the hologram room, and mm. Jason like, "Oh yeah, in, it's a hologram, bro. Can't kill you." Uh, well, it yeah. can. It can. <laughs> no, it did. It did. Yeah, I'll g- I'll give Jason X credit. It does have some pretty good kills in there. Oh, so so funny, so funny. Oh, uh, it's um, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those. Again, it's it, Jason X is is one of those that just it's so bad. Mm-hmm. that you have to throw it in there because it's bad, but in a pleasurable way. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. When Jason goes to hell came out, I was 13 and that smoking hot chick in the beginning with the bazonka zonks. I was like, this is everything. <laughs> I would just pause it like all the time. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I, mean, I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna I leave I mean,
0: it. You, you're the demographic, right? They, they, they hooked you in.
1: They did hundred percent. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is great. Like, this is awesome. So yeah, you know what? I, I don't hate your list. But I always wanted to pose a question. I think you would be great to answer a question like this. Freddie versus Jason was the first time we saw like a crossover happen. Uh, So I remember being like, you know, drunk or smoking weed with my friends back in the day. I still smoke weed now, but just as an adult, I do it more, you know, for relaxation purposes, not to just get fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But back in the day, you did it to get fucked up. And I remember having debates with my friends, like serious life-changing debates about who would be the next mashup. Mm-hmm. And for some reason it always got heated when it came to Michael versus Chucky. Oh. I had friends that would be adamant that Chucky would take him. And no I would way. sit there and be like, it's not <laughs> possible. It's not, it's 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 theoretically impossible. A better yeah. mashup for Chucky would be the leprechaun, just based on height size alone. Yeah. But what's yeah. what's your what's your thoughts on the next? I mean, if we could do another dream crossover mashup. Which two horror characters would you throw in that, like ring of death?
0: Hmm. I would love to see maybe like a Leatherface and. Hmm. A Leatherface. Maybe a Leatherface and a Freddy. I could see Freddy like really taunting Leatherface and leather making face him and Freddy. have a panic attack or something.
1: i like it i like it i actually my dream one that i always kind of went to uh and again a lot of people might be like how does that even make sense but i always wondered if they could figure out a way to get the dude from jeepers creepers to go at the predator oh that's a cool one yeah i I, i'm like there's there's got to be a way maybe the predator gets dropped on on route 66 Uh he could just he could run into you know the jeepers creepers guy i always thought that would have been I don't know how they would have done it, but I, I, I couldn't figure out how they would have done Michael versus Jason until I or Freddy versus Jason until I saw the movie. And then I was like, OK, it, oh, makes, really? sense. it makes a little yeah. bit of sense. They yeah, no,
0: I, I read it, a it. few different scripts that were kind of like floating around. Yeah, like Freddy versus Jason was just in like development hell for like 10 years. So there's a few different scripts that have actually like been uh, posted online. Uh-huh. Um, some of them are OK. Some of them have better ideas than actually the movie turned out. Yeah. The, the, the but like at the end of the day like you know if they want to make a movie they'll pull a story out of their ass it doesn't matter <laughs> you know like just oh it happens the predator happens to live here now and you know there we go here's the movie take it
1: it's <laughs> kind of like, no. like wwe creative let's just throw a whole bunch of <laughs> on the wall and see exactly. what sticks right exactly yeah <laughs> Uh, well, you know what I do, you would give me an excellent answer and you did you knocked it out of the park. And that's why you've been on the show three times because you and I we just have this six sense wavelength, you know what I mean. <laughs> so uh, wrestling's back here in Canada, it's been back full time for a couple of months now, not like last summer, where we only really had one or two shows and we had to shut down again. Uh, companies are doing it right companies are doing it proper people are getting vaccinated, which allows us the freedoms to go out and enjoy these shows and see you guys entertain us again and fuck, did I miss it. Did I miss seeing the most cockiest wrestler on the Ontario indie scene roll through the ring, drop to his knees with the COVID long hair, by the way, which looks excellent on you. It looks excellent <laughs> on you. You don't have the head of hair that your tag team partner does, but let's be honest, who's got the Von Vertigo head of hair but Von Vertigo? It's true. Not many people can compete with that. I told him, I said he should change his theme song to the Soul Glow theme song, and he could just, when he's on the top corner, he could just be like, let's just no you know i and he's you like
0: know, i i, I pitched the exact same thing to uh lionel knight because <laughs> he also loves that movie and i'm like dude come on just how funny would it be and he's like oh no i i dig it i dig it i just i can't sell it you know like <laughs> <laughs>
1: i dig it i just i can't sell it i can't yeah. make it possible, <laughs> but i could so um you know when i first saw you come back i mean you had probably hands down one of the best matches i've seen in five years against on, on arguably the number one free agent in Canada, which is speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, And you guys tore it down. You tore it down, you built it back up, you tore it down (laughs) again, and then you burnt it to the ground. Some of the most hard hitting uh, match I had ever seen, the striking was just incredible. And everybody knows when you face speedball Mike Bailey, there's no days off on the striking. You're going to take every hit. And you also gave some hits, but talk to you about going toe to toe, with hands down the best like I said free agent and best striker in wrestling today in my opinion and coming out victorious because you I was pulling for you man and when you won I was like I stood up I I don't (laughs) know if you saw me I was front row I jumped up from my chair and I was like yeah
0: I'm glad somebody did um (laughs) (laughs) yeah um it was fun I mean like it's funny because Um, originally I wasn't even going to take the booking because I had a previous engagement, um, with Barry wrestling, not for an actual show, but for, uh, filming for the, uh, the tournament, the, uh, Ontario Indy cup, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, typically the way I do business is first come first serve. Um, I don't really care if you pay me more. I don't really care if you're a bigger company. I don't really care if you're giving me a bigger opponent. First come first serve. If I give you my word, I'm going to be there. Um, but John Gibson, to his credit, uh, was very flexible. And uh, obviously, he saw like, hey, well, this is a big match for a big company. And I'd like you to take it. So he helped. He, we, we worked it out. I think I ended up doing um, just a, a bit of an earlier shoot that the day of and then headed over to Destiny. Um, so, yeah, like, like I wasn't even going to take it at first. Um, ended up taking it. And uh, really, my only goal was just to not get eaten alive. Um, because, you know, yeah, when you're, when you're with someone as, um, you know, violent, uh, hard hitting, fast, technical, high paced as uh, Mike Bailey, it's very easy to just get sort of caught um, riding the wave, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, he could just go through his motions and you're just going to stand there and wait for things to happen to you, um, which I had seen happen quite a few times to other people who who I suppose weren't ready to to wrestle somebody at his level um but I knew I was ready so I knew that I wanted to go in with you know game plan you know how do I take him out go for the legs obviously um and I think I held my own pretty pretty well um and yeah like I mean you know you're gonna get your ass kicked uh when you fight Mike Bailey whether you win whether you lose you're gonna come out feeling pretty sore um, so I just tried to kind of get that out of my head, like you know, don't worry about what you're gonna feel like tomorrow, it's gonna suck. So, either way, just don't worry about it, just do what you do, uh, take care of business, and uh, yeah, don't get eaten live. And uh, yeah, I think it worked out,
1: I would say so. Like I said, hands down, probably one of my best, one of my favorite matches in the last two to three years. And um, I hope that Destiny does the world justice and uploads that bad boy up on their YouTube page when they get a chance to because it was just phenomenal and uh, the world the world should see it and that's a credit to both of you guys uh speedball and you and you did not ride the wave of just waiting to see what would happen you took it to them and uh anybody that was at destiny that night knows that they witnessed something special so i hate it hate it or love it but um you've been making a lot of waves and i just feel like um after halloween uh after this fatal four-way there's no other opponent on the destiny roster than the next gen champion whoever that might be could it be uh aiden Prince de- defending, or Kobe durst taking it from him, but either way, I think you're in line for the next gen championship. But you've got to get through Lionel Knight, D-Man Dan Parker, and El Reverso, and that's a tall test. And the last time, now mind you, the last time you faced Lionel Knight in a fatal four way, I got a pretty sweet uh, image of a Blue Thunder power bomb that yeah. you still share that you still share that slow motion video to this day. And I it's will a get good you another video. Well, I you know what I upgraded. So I got the 13 now. Oh, wow. So there's going to be some very cinematic, should we say, videos that I will take. But yeah, the last time you you faced Lionel Knight in a Fatal 4-Way, you came out (sighs) victorious. So you do have a Fatal 4-Way destiny experience under your belt. But I know know my daughter asked you, she said, what's your strategy? And you said, just to inflict as much pain as quick as possible. But going into a Fatal 4-Way, and again, I've never stepped in the ring. I don't know the strategy that entails, but going into a Fatal 4-Way, you can't really you have to have your head on a swivel you can't not take your eye off one of the opponents and if you do well bad things will happen so what is the best strategy like if i'm a new wrestler and i'm going to go into a fatal four-way for the first time what's the best strategy that you can do in a fatal four-way how can you teach someone and like if i'm if i'm in that fatal four-way with you guys and you guys are you let's say we take el reverso out so it's me versus you, Dan Parker, and Flair, and uh, Lionel Knight. I'm obviously gonna lose, I get it, I know this. <laughs> but what would, if I'm the rookie going in, not saying Al Reversal's reversal is a rookie by any standpoint, but if I'm the new guy coming in, uh, what? and I said, hey, you know, Gabriel, like, w- 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 what would you recommend me to do here? Mm-hmm. What would you say to me?
0: If you were the rookie, I would tell you to pick the biggest, meanest, scariest looking guy, And kick him in the face. That's step one. Step two is uh keep your back to a wall because you never know what's gonna happen on a fatal four-way. You could be, you know, over here doing this with somebody and you got uh line on light looking at your back ready to strike. So uh you know, keep your back to a turnbuckle, get out of the ring if you want, you know, send a message by taking out the biggest guy in the match at the very beginning. And uh, you know if he, if he chooses to try to give you a receipt later, then you know use that against him too. Get people angry. I like to get people angry because when people are angry, they're not thinking right. You know, they start to <laughs> they start to slur their words. They they start to get all cross eyed. So yeah, get 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 the biggest threat as angry as you can. And, and, you, and the key the key to that is you don't want to make them just angry enough that they're going to hit you really hard. You want to get them so angry that they're going to forget about accuracy at all, and they're just going to swing their big fists. You're going to get underneath it, and you're going to pop them, big German suplex, right on their head. Every time they try, no good. Not until they calm down. So <laughs> so, so I would say just keep everybody angry, keep everybody frustrated, keep moving, keep your head on swivel, back to a turnbuckle or a, probably not a rope, because uh, you never know who's outside the ring. They can pick at your feet. Um, and uh, don't rush. Don't don't feel the need to get in there the whole time. You know, it's not a singles match. You don't have to be grappling the whole time. Let, let, let everybody else do all the work. You know, you just sit back, relax. And when you see a little pocket of opportunity, take it.
1: I'm ready. <laughs> Now I just gotta take one of you guys out I can slide right in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I recommend uh let's see. Probably Lionel.
1: Because he's so nice that he'd probably just give you a spot. He would. He would say, Listen, <laughs> you wanna you wanna take my booking so I don't get beat? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. He would. He would yeah. say that to me. And I'd be like, Thanks, Lionel, you're awesome. And then he'd be and then he'd be laughing while he's counting all his money. I'd be in there getting my ass kicked. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You're right. Lionel, I'm coming for you. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You're like, he's like a brother to me, man. You guys are all, you guys are all great friends, and it's been, uh, it's been an honor and privilege to get to know all of you guys and uh, to see your careers just, uh, you know, elevate. I mean, I-, I discovered you two years ago, and I was hooked from the instantaneous first match. And I remember, and I think, it's, I, think it's, uh, I think you might remember it, too. When I went up to you, I approached you at Crossbody, and I said, hey, man, uh, Straight Talk Wrestling, love to get you on the show. You were standing with Alexia, and Alexia looked right at you and said, it's okay, he's good people. And I think if she didn't vouch for me, I don't think, <laughs> let's be honest. If Alexia didn't put in the word for me, would you have come on the show?
0: You know, probably I would have, but uh, having somebody kind of like break the ice right then and there definitely helps. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of those people uh, who gets into wrestling to make friends. Like, I don't mind making friends. I'm obviously. Your friend.
1: I hope I'm your friend. Fuck. I hope yeah. I've am your friend.
0: <laughs> well, i been on three times. So yeah, I suppose I can add you to the friends list. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I typically don't, um, sort of, uh, I'm not friendly. That's how I'll put it. I, I'm, I'm nice. When you know me, I'm typically polite, but I'm not friendly. I'm not looking to become friends with people. So, you know, As a wrestler, you get people coming up to you all the time like, hey, want to be on my show? Hey, want to do this? Hey, uh, you know, whatever. So typically, uh, I I, typically I will. I will go on the show. And uh, if they rub me the wrong way, then I won't again. But um, yeah, you probably would have gotten me on anyway. But uh, yeah, having having her uh, vouch for you a little bit definitely uh, got me on here quicker.
1: Yeah, it definitely made it easier. It did. It did. It made it easier. And, um, you know, now we have each other's phone numbers, and it's not like we text all the time, but every once in a while, I'll say, hey, Gabe, how are you? And you'll say, good. And I'll say, great. Uh, speaking of which, I do need some updated merch. So, I mean, my the picture's looking good, but you can definitely do oh, a yes. re-up. So, when I see you at Destiny, make sure you save me. And do you have any new shirts coming out?
0: I do. Uh, I should have them by uh, by Destiny. It's okay, just, so I, I need uh, a triple
1: X, because you know I like them baggy. Okay. So, I need a triple X. And whatever whatever design you think is good done put one aside for me and i'll pick it up on destiny with the autograph (laughs) and make sure now i have to ask another question that awesome photo that shooting the indies took of you uh please tell me that 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 is going to be available
0: yeah it's available okay
1: (laughs) i I will i will need that shot as well
0: excellent i will have one set aside for you
1: perfect look at that we just made a deal and uh (laughs) By the time this episode drops, I'm going to have that money burning a hole in my pocket. i am be like a kid at Christmas. when it's- <laughs> <laughs> Look, here it is. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, I can't wait. That was an epic shot. Uh, if anybody doesn't know when we drop this, I will share that photo. So you have to send that photo to me so I can share it And when we promote this episode for sure. Uh, a couple okay. more questions, and I'll let you enjoy your evening. But um, the Ontario Indy Cup, let's talk about that for a second. That was a great uh, tournament put on by Sean Gibson, Barry Wrestling, mm-hmm. who I have yet to get on the show. But Sean, I know you're probably going to be watching this one or checking it out, so you're on the list, buddy. And I don't mean like a hit list, like I'm going to hurt you. I mean I'm, you're on the list, like you owe me. I've messaged you a few times, and you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll work it out. He doesn't get <laughs> back to me. So Sean, Gabe's going to put in a word for me. We got to make that happen. But yeah, the gotta, Ontario, pester him. Absolutely, please pester him and tell him, listen, man, you got to go on Straight Talk. George is good people, but um. Talk to me about the Ontario Indy Cup and how much fun that tournament was. Like filming it and and all the stuff. And I heard some of the matches. I've seen uh, clips here and there, but I heard some of the matches are just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, it is awkward a little bit, you know, wrestling without an audience at first. Mm-hmm. But uh, once you get past that, it's 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 wrestling. You know, it's still fun. It's still it's still doing what you love to do. And um, we we filmed a lot of it at a time where a lot of people weren't wrestling yet. So everybody was like super, kind of excited to to put on the best match that they could. Um, and you know, when you when you call something uh, the All Ontario Cup, uh, it kind of carries a little bit of weight. So I think everybody sort of realized that and tried to kind of up their game a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, like like I can't really tell you where I uh, where I am in the tournament, but uh, I will tell you that filming X amount of matches was a lot of fun.
1: Okay. X amount of matches. There might have been a little signal in there. If you're gonna could just, you know,
0: could just be one.
1: Could just be one. There might have been a signal. There might have been a Roman numeral that was was crossed out. We don't know. So you'll have to you'll have to rewind it and, and watch that segment again. But um you also filmed Backyard Pro season three. Which uh, you know, I've called him I, I stapled it and I, I know he knows I've stapled it, the Tarantino of the Ontario Indies, uh, on Vertigo. Uh, and such a creative genius and you guys all seem to have so much fun again uh you know we've seen a lot of things we've seen jody threat be a demonic psychopath uh we saw holden albright get to use his casket for the first time uh mm-hmm. in these series we we saw something we all can't unsee josh alexander and Fishnet stocking. game.
0: that was all his idea by the way
1: I, I know it was i know it was and we also saw you know the evolution of uh you know jay wheeler and mm-hmm. G off Hardy, if you will. Um, so how is it, how much fun is it? And I mean, obviously uh, you might not be able to use Jay Wheeler in an actual, you know, booking gimmick unless it's, unless you it's never, done the you right you, angle. You
0: never know. <laughs> you never know.
1: But how much fun was it uh, to bring Jay Wheeler back for the third time? Oh, it was a lot of fun.
0: I, I love, I mean, I love having like any sort of creative control in any company I'm in but especially in something like this where like you can literally do like whatever you want uh it was great uh you know i i think season two ended with uh with detective cookie dough sort of blinding him with the uh with the mace pile driving (laughs) him and uh, yeah i was was trying to think i was like how how can i uh further the storyline here Hmm, hmm maybe he's blind now maybe he's faking it maybe we could do something with that like I said, I thought, no, that's 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 too easy. It's too it's too mm-hmm. obvious. I'm like, hmm, let's see, Jay Wheeler. What does Jay Wheeler want? He wants to be a good wrestler, he just lost his title. Okay, he's gonna be a little bit depressed. Uh, so that's something we can we can kind of go with. And uh I think uh we we shot sort of a um a little vignette where uh Jay Wheeler was like living in like just dirt and like you know, uh yes, raggedy yeah. old pajamas and like the long hair all over, just like totally, totally uh mourning the loss of his championship belt, which I mean, he was only champion because he happened to have that replica title. That's the only reason he was champion. It's not like he ever really won it from anybody, right? Sure, that's so, true. That's true. So so in, in in some ways you could say like, oh why are you even sad? But in another way, bro, that thing was like six hundred bucks. He better be sad. <laughs> and you know Jay Wheeler doesn't have a job.
1: Oh no! Yeah, uh, <laughs> you do know he does not have a job. Absolutely, yes, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and then and then yeah, it kind of ended up uh being a little thing with Geoff Hardy because he we we realized that he would also kind of be in the same boat where he was depressed as well. But we thought, okay, well we can't both just be like bums, like. Um, and we thought, well, okay, like, when people are sad, it's not always just, like, inherently, like, oh, I'm down in the dumps, you know, sometimes they're thriving, and, and it's just not what they want to do, it's, it, he, he sold out, right, he went and he got a job at, like, a metro or something, and he just cut the hand, you know, real crappy entry-level job, uh, so, it, it, yeah, we ended up just doing something like that, and uh, kind of inspiring each other through kind of, like, a, an argument, um which i mean is, is very similar to what uh, we would do in real life you know like um jay, jay wheeler and gf hardy are just extensions of uh, who we, we are right mm-hmm. um just like gabriel fuerza is on like another uh sort of spectrum um so yeah it was great it was fun like i love doing stuff like that like i did theater uh, for five years so any sort of like kind of weird sort of creative uh output that i can that i can get going is always a lot of fun
1: Absolutely. It is. And it's so much fun when you can, when you could sit around and have that creative juices flowing with a lot of your great friends and, and uh, connections you've made in this business, that makes it that much more fun. Um, and another piece of breaking news, I guess to discuss is a couple of days ago, Crossbody announced mm. that they are returning uh, no longer in Kitchener making their new home in Cambridge. So congratulations to Ben and Chris, the Tories TID for getting the ball rolling on that again. Can't wait to see what they do. But now the big question there was on un- Finished business. You know exactly where I'm going. It was <laughs> unfinished business in March. March 22nd, 2020. The world stopped. COVID ruined all of Ontario's lives by not allowing us to see the culmination of El Diablo versus Holden Albright. With yes, Crossbody announcing their return, are we going to see the ending will the story finish well give me an exclusive uh, Gabe give me an exclusive baby please I mean
0: I mean I don't book crossbody so I can't say for sure but I did win the tournament I am the number one contender so if I don't get my total shot I mean I'm probably gonna start picketing in front of crossbody
1: I will I will be right there with you we'll have that (laughs) table you know that meme that's all over the place and it says like you know blah 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 change my mind I'll be like Ah. Gabriel Fuerza is the the new reigning defending crossbody champion change my mind and then obviously Holden would drive up to the table and probably proceed to beat the living shit out of me and I would be okay with that knowing the end result would be gold wrapped around your waist
0: that's very nice yeah that's a that's a that's a Gabriel Fuerza martyr right there you'd be the first one that is I would be <laughs> I, a lot
1: of people would not be on the side of Fuerza but I would be I, appreciate I, would, that. I would throw myself on a train, okay? Oh, wow. I would. I would th- <laughs> well, you yeah. you
0: hopefully, you don't have to. No,
1: I, I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to. I like, I like living. But um, hopefully, we get that culmination. So, uh, you know, Ben, Chris, let's make some magic happen. and Let's get that match going. Now, uh, last time I had Holden on the show was right just a couple of weeks after that um, unfortunate news that we didn't get that match. And he mentioned to me that he wanted to have, like, a 60-minute, like, three-stages match. And I think that is an excellent idea.
0: Yeah, he, he had a, a few ideas. Um, you know, I'm down for whatever. I mean, uh, you pay me, I'll uh, show up and I'll wrestle. Uh, so whatever uh, whatever management ends up deciding that they want
1: to do, I'm game. Absolutely. I could see it starting off with a street fight, going into a steel cage match and culminating in a casket match because we might as well use it. It's there. It's available. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so that's, that's, my, that's my, again, and that would be part of the sign as well. Change my mind. You know what I mean? Tell me that that's not gold because I think it is gold. So congratulations on the Crossbody for uh you know finding a new home and hopefully starting up again. And it'll be great to see uh all the Crossbody gold defended and see the roster get back together and see um you know the creative juices flowing again from Ben and Chris for sure. Um, and uh, I guess my final question before I let you enjoy your night is um what's next for Fuerza. Like I mean, there's so many layers of where you could go in terms of this business and your star is, is rising in Ontario. When you're booked on a show, it's exciting. And uh, it's great to see what you can do, but is there something that you haven't done yet in your career that you would like to tackle given the right opportunity with the right booker? Um, no, nothing
0: particularly like, uh, not really. Like I have, I have a few places that I want to work. Mm-hmm. Um those will probably have to wait until uh until the world opens up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um but for the time being I'm trying to develop the character a little bit more, trying to visualize uh <clears throat> what I have in my head is one thing and I feel like I haven't sort of uh expressed that well enough. Um, I, I originally the the whole El Diablo thing uh was more of like a uh like an outlaw, not like a literal like uh, El Diablo, you know. Um, so I'm trying to lean into that a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna have uh, some new ring gear made. Um, probably, uh, probably I'll keep my tights, but uh, I'm gonna have new entrance gear made. Um, something a little bit fancier than I've than I've gone with before. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> actually, the the match with Mike kind of uh, inspired me to to get some new new stuff made. Some new, like more a little more like high end stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I kind of realized like, well. What are what are the things that people can say, you know, against me? You know, like, well, you're too small. You uh, you're you're not strong enough. Your 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 uh, presence isn't like you know showboaty enough, whatever. So I'm just trying to eliminate those kind of stuff. You know, I'm working out a lot more. I'm dieting a lot more. Like, I can never change my height, unfortunately. Um, so I just got got to live with that one. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna get some uh, some fancier uh, entrance gear made i um, gonna keep working out try to put on a little bit more muscle just fix all the holes in my game um for now so that when the world opens back up i'm a little bit more prepared to kind of tackle it head on
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you mentioned something interesting uh, uh you said uh, more of an outlaw persona mm-hmm. you know what a lot of the great outlaws had was a mouthpiece to tell mm-hmm. their story that's true i need a bard somebody to you know be the um I mean, I don't, I don't have the voice that he does, but somebody to be the Sam Neill, if you will, to mm-hmm. your Kurt Russell as Wyatt Earp, somebody mm-hmm. to, you know, share the story and somebody who's got a way with words. I'm trying to think who that could be. I'm trying to think who. who oh,
0: oh prob- probably the mini host would would make a good
1: one. Or you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You just, oh dagger. You know what she would be, but you know, if you're looking for a bard, somebody to tell the story, somebody to even maybe. Film a couple cowboy vignettes for you. I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone.
0: Okay. I'm all <laughs> about the cowboys.
1: But uh, if you're looking for that outlaw persona, yeah, man. I could be, uh, you know, we could start off, go to Orangeville, maybe go to like the um, the Red Clay Hills in Orangeville, you know, mm-hmm. sitting on a rocking chair with this platoon cowboy hat. <laughs> and I look over and I look at the camera all serious like, and then, you know, little piece of long grass sticking out. And let me tell you the story. But El Diablo that's not bad <laughs> and then it would just you know he walks from the fires of hell and he takes everyone with him and when the devil comes a calling you better run that's pretty good not bad right <laughs> That was yeah. off the top of the head but hey you want the mini house that's fine she could be adorable <laughs> she could be cute but all I'm saying is I got a gift to the gap and I know I did so I'm just gonna throw my hat in the ring if I get a text message from you later we'll talk
0: I'll uh, I'll put you uh, I'll put you on the list. Wow, put on the on list, the sh- on the
1: short uh, list. <laughs> I'm short list. Okay, well at least I'm on a short list. That's fine. I'll take it. Let's take it. Right now, a short list so far contains me and the mini host. I'm competing against my own kid. <laughs> fucking screwed. I'm done. I'm Taking in. You should have uh, her. Oh yeah, I've been uh, unbelievable. I'm gonna have to. All right. So listen, nobody don't do the mini host stuff. Okay, she's not as gifted as I am. Okay, that's straight up. Yes, no, she she's my heart, my soul, uh, my firstborn. Being a girl, dad's pretty awesome. It is. It's a lot of fun and uh, watching them experience just being able to go back to shows and stuff like that that's been the greatest because that was like our thing we would get in the car we would hit timmy's she would get her ice cap i would get my large two cream one sugar because i'm sweet enough i don't need more than one sugar and um then we would just head to wrestling shows man it was always a blast and always a good time as long as the cars were running and there was no issues with fucking brakes because i've had a couple Mm -hmm. of those stifle my appearances at shows for sure (laughs) but um so i guess my final question and um Actually, it's not more of a question. It's more of a game. I've played this with Alexia. I've played it with other people. It's called Promo One Hundred One. Oh boy, we have to cut a promo on each other. Thirty seconds on the clock, off the cuff, and if you want, I can go first. Um, sure, let's do it. All right. Just, just,
0: just like a random promo yeah. on one another. Okay, let All me right. let me
1: build a storyline here. We are sure. we are in the finals of the All Ontario Cup. Mm-hmm. it's you versus me in the finals okay and we're going for broke and this is the vignettes to build to the final match and this is for this is the, the winner takes all here so okay. i don't have a persona so you can just go george you know you don't have to get fancy with it but i'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go el diablo because you have <laughs> so i'm gonna go El. Diablo. Sounds good all right here we go it's funny to me it's hilarious when somebody calls himself el diablo or the devil that means they're gonna pull out all the stops to win Yet the difference between you and me is, is that I have nothing to lose. When I go in that ring, I'm going to leave it all out there. So you call yourself the devil, but hell follows me. So come, that, come Sunday, when we're going to step in that ring, doesn't matter how long we've been friends. doesn't matter how many times, good times we shared, laughs we shared. The only thing that matters is your shoulders, being pressed to the ring. One, two, three. So go ahead, call yourself the devil. Pray down below. Wait till the sun sets, all that trash and garbage, whatever you want to say. But when you step in the ring with me, you're going to need to pray to God because I'm walking out the champ. That's it. That was was pretty good. Thank you. I I got a little spine tingly. Now I know I'm going to (laughs) get my ass shoot out, but I'm ready for it.
0: Was that, uh, was that on the fly, or did you kind
1: of... That, was on, that, fly, that was, was on the fly, baby. That was all on the fly. I told you, I got a gift to gab. Yeah, yeah, I believe it now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now it is your time, sir, to retort. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay.
0: <clears throat> Straight Talk, George. You know, I don't know a lot about your in-ring style. You're new to the game. Could be stronger than me. Could be faster than me. Could be smarter than me but I got one thing that you don't. Thing is, I'm not going to tell you what that is. What I am going to tell you is that this Sunday at the finals of the all Ontario cup, I'm going to hurt you. Not because I want to, but because I need to, because I need to win because that's how you get paid in this business. You win. And guess what? I'm going to get paid. Oh,
1: shit. Well, (laughs) done. Well, there it is. Like everybody else, I always get my ass chewed out. I should start going, <laughs> first. I going first. But, yes, the winner of tonight's promo 101, none other than my good friend, El Diablo, Gabriel Fuerza. Gabe, if everyone is stupid enough not to be following you, which everyone should be following you, please shout out your socials so that they can follow your journey in this crazy world of wrestling. Uh, yeah, best thing to do
0: is actually probably just to Google me, Gabriel Fuerza. You can find uh, my Twitter, my Instagram, facebook whatever um if you find my twitter or my instagram they both have a link
1: tree and then click that it'll take you
0: to all the stuff you need to know
1: and that's the best answer i've ever heard most people just shout out the socials but you just said yeah you know what like just google me so yeah you know what google (laughs) it's easy if you still can't find it hit me up on my socials okay i have a link tree there too but hit me up go to my friends list he's on there i follow him He's great. He is one of the uh, best talents in uh, the world. And I'll put my stamp on that. Wow. And it's not, it's not showbiz talk. It's just straight up. I've seen, I've seen from where you, where I first discovered you three years ago to where you are now. And it's incredible. I feel like you're, you're percolating at the top of that ceiling and you're about to crack through to the next level to steal a cliche from your good friend, Holden Albright mine, you're going to level up. <laughs> and I, every time I tell that I have to shout him out because I did steal it from him. I straight up <laughs> stole it from him and I tell him tell that story all the time and I'm that's okay right. with stealing. You, you, from
0: You me. cite your sources. So it's all good.
1: Yeah, it's it. I, I'm sourcing. That's right. Thank you. I'm sourcing. See that's, and that's why, that's why you're a three-time guest. <laughs> and as you always know, you're part of the straight talk family. So anytime you want to do this again, my dude will be honored to have you. Thank you very much.
0: That's honestly really kind of you to say. Very nice. Uh, it's the I truth. Appreciate it.
1: it is the truth. 150%. All right, guys, Thank that's you. it for this one. It's the end of spooky season next next month we start our road to the american thanksgiving turkey day all that stuff and um as always i'm your host your boy george mckay peace love and wrestling see you next time peace. <laughs>
0: Leaving the scene with no trace, none in my league You out of place, I'm not at the top, I'm out of space can with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight out going state to state